Why do we associate expensive with good? There's a psychological reason behind it, and marketers take advantage of that every day. Not anymore. This is Good Swill Hunting. We've assembled a team of experts. Brian, our industry insider. Talking about price. Okay. Uh, I would look into the craft of beer world. Helps us navigate the world of beer alongside Matt. For the hardcore damaged individual alcoholic. <laughs> a total outsider. He prefers bush ice. I'm Blaine. My job is to balance things out. John, our host, keeps this train on the tracks. We try the cheap stuff so you don't have to. This is Good Swill Hunting. All right, it's Wednesday. You know what that means. It's time for some good, cheap swill. And this one, this is one we've been trying to get for a while. And it's been hard to find where we are because this is a beer out of Baltimore. Anybody from Baltimore will tell you what, they'll say Natty Bow. Natty Bow is what you get in Baltimore. National Bohemian Beer. This is yet another listener beer i think we're up to three or four right. now uh listener beer that, that was purchased by a listener it was muled in as uh, as brian likes to say <laughs> muled <clears throat> out of yeah. baltimore and uh, we have like ourselves. drug smuggling but beer smuggling <laughs> but it's beer because yeah. it's hard to find it's hard to get outside of that area at least where we are and, and, and in fact on that you know don't I'll jump ahead but 90 percent of their beer is sold that they brew is sold within the baltimore market is it real? It makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's. I didn't even know this stuff existed until somebody mentioned it to me. I didn't know what it was. It, it looks very old school. And I would just want to say to our listeners, mm-hmm. if, if you're ever coming to Charlotte, North Carolina, and you want to mule us some beer, <laughs> please feel free. Reach out to us. Tell us what you have. Yes. And bring it. And there's easy to reach out to us. I mean, we have social media. Of course, we got Facebook and we've got uh, email. We've got Instagram. So there's easy ways and, to reach out to and us. And what are our handles on all of that? Uh, so for Facebook, it is at Goodswill Podcast. And that's the same for Instagram and Goodswill Podcast at gmail.com. Um, and it's all linked up there. And, and um, you can listen to us on Facebook now too. Uh, our, our social media guru set that all up. But we, I did kind of want to talk about our listeners have pushed us over the 3000 mark. Uh, this right. is great. Yeah. This is from Chris Sullivan who, who muled this in for us. And, uh, you know, I was talking to Matt earlier and we were talking about, um, you know, people we've met who are excited about, maybe they hadn't heard it yet, but they're excited about the idea behind this podcast. It's kind of a neat idea. Yeah. I was yeah. just talking to some neighbors about it. They got excited about <clears throat> it because we're trying the cheap stuff. So you don't have to. And it's really, as simple as that. It is. And you were, you were just talking to somebody, right? <laughs> well, I do want to note this. We, we use Uber quite a bit because we do. we're not. They the, should be a sponsor. They should. We're not the type who are going to drink and drive. So when we meet at the studio, we take an Uber. Right. And, you know, tonight on my trip from the northern part of town to the southern, it came up in conversation with my Uber driver. And I told Don, I said, you know, I'm actually going down to tape a podcast with some buddies of mine. And. We review cheap beer, and then a minute later, he says, oh, so you do good beer. No, we do the cheap stuff, so you don't have to. <laughs> and, and then the driver held up his can and says, I'm drinking one right now. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I did have a roadie in the car, which is here in front of me in my koozie. Roadie. <laughs> a roadie. Another, another, ma- another mad I, term. I, I, I did not open it in, on the road, but 
you know, it's in a koozie. It's mm-hmm. here for me when I got here. And you always got to have one for the ditch. You know, <laughs> <laughs> when I think roadie, it's the guy who helps carry exactly. the stuff for the band. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Matt, Matt, Matt's the right roadie term. Yeah. yeah. No, Matt would be a great roadie too. <laughs> he did. You look like a roadie. I feel like one. You feel like a roadie. A roadie with a roadie. <laughs> Brian, I'm curious. You, you've talked to a lot of people about the podcast. I, I have. So working in the industry, uh, I've kind of kept quiet about it a little bit. Right. Because um, you work in like, you know, the, the, the craft beer world. I sell stuff to breweries is what I do. Yeah. And I didn't want my boss to kind of know about the podcast because <laughs> it's like, well, what if I anger a potential client? Right. Well, he found out about it. And uh, I was with him last week in Portland, and really? he thought it was brilliant. All oh, right, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, was, I was waiting for that story to take. Yeah, a, a and in turn. fact, and it, no, I'm still employed. Don't worry, I'm still employed. Okay. And, and he actually was talking to me during the pandemic to you know entertain themselves, him and some friends would like randomly send stuff to each other, and it was always like a challenge. And one of them was they sent a bunch of cheap beers like PBR and High Life, nice. and but they had a blind drink them, and they had to rank them. And that was kind of like a pandemic mm-hmm. challenge. That's kind of so cool. He actually wants to come on to the podcast and talk about it. Oh, well, well so we can probably work that out. So you can keep your job. We'll, we'll have him on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, I think we have to. He, he will be on the podcast, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had a guy, I, I, another Uber experience. This, I took an Uber. I was out on the coast, and I needed to take an Uber out to the beach. And... Um, you know, I was talking to the guy because he was we, beer came up. I don't know. I think I talk about beer a lot. I guess, but he was his favorite was your kids have said you talk about it too much. <laughs> yeah, no. He was saying that his favorite was Milk, Milwaukee's Beast, and I was like Milwaukee's best, whatever. And um, I was like, oh well, we we haven't done that when I have a podcast. We do cheap beers, and he was fascinated. He just wanted me to tell me all about it. And so I was like, yeah. So we've done. Uh, I was listing off some of the beers we've done, and he was like, hams. I haven't seen that stuff since the 70s. And I was like, yeah. My, my Uber driver had never heard of hams. See, He'd never th- heard this of them. And, and I pl- sent him to the Thirsty Beaver. <laughs> All right. Perfect place. And guess who was just at the Thirsty Beaver? Now, folks, Mick. you heard it here first in the podcast. We talked about the Thirsty Beaver. And then who shows up? Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger. And he he must have heard. Yeah, he's a, he's a definitely a listener. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he is. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he'll do a song for us. <laughs> a commercial. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll fit him in. <clears throat> All right, folks. Let's talk about the beer. All okay, right. Okay. I'm Let's ready. do it. All right. So the featured beer today is National Bohemian Beer. Let me walk you through some of the stats on this one. Uh, this is by Pabst Brewing Company. This is 4.6%. Uh, described as light, smooth, clean, sweet, warm. It's an American lager. It has a 2.97 rating on Untapped. Now, somebody said this is the greatest. Now, Blaine, you're going to have to bleep this for me. This is the greatest <laughs> beer ever. <laughs> okay. That's what somebody said. It was $9.49 for a 12-pack, purchased by Chris Sullivan for us. These are 12-ounce cans. Works out to 6.5 cents an ounce. Hmm. Really a good deal. Um, I'm really curious about it. Here's the claim. I'm going to read you guys the claim. This is what National Bohemian says. National Bohemian is a a premium bohemian-style beer. As the name implies, this is a method of beer making that originated in Europe in the 1800s using Bavarian-style lagering techniques, also known as a pilsner. This style of beer has a, the unique claim of being the world's first golden beer. So we're going to put that to the test. Um, so I guess before we get started, we should uh, do some good swill advertising. Is this a real swill? Is this just a fancy drink? I don't see a downside. And this stuff is super cheap. Open your can 
writing these things yes buddy. that would be great all right you guys want to crack these open Hell you want to yeah. kill the can let's kill the can <laughs> all right let's take our sw- our, our swill sips and uh now are blame. we are we tasting this or are we shotgunning it uh he, you do what listen you like. to your heart okay <laughs> listen to your heart blaine's gonna tell us about this can this is an interesting one it's a i like the can it's a it kind of looks like country club like golf I'm okay thinking. when i, I look at that. it you know oh. it's just it's white, blue, simple, national bohemian beer from the land of Pleasant Living, first brewed in 1885. It's got a little football with the number 12 on it, beer of champions. And then the best part I think we got really excited about, it's got a, a vintage-looking guy with a vintage football, leather football helmet, mm-hmm. hat. Oh, boy, what a beer, it says. Oh, boy. Yeah, what a beer. Oh, boy, what a beer. And we're going to get into all this. You know, we're going to tell you about that. Is there a um, born on date on the bottom? No, it's it's and one Brian, of those drink by. Do you want me to read where it was brewed? Yes, I do, actually. Why don't you? So, uh, looks like Heilman Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Oh, another mm. Wisconsin. Um, and, and the drink And remember that name, too. Is December Did I say 6th. that wrong, by the way? Heilman? No, I think that was that was the same with old style. Oh, yeah, we're going to get into that. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, we'll yeah. Get, we don't want to, you know, give away uh, what you're talking about. Uh, so everybody got their sips in? No. <laughs> Matt has not. Oh, you were going to. You're considering he was, he shotgunning. Was, he was gulping. Now he's just sipping. All right. I guess we should do our uh, first sip impressions. You said it. It's time for first sip impressions. This first sip impression is brought to you by Beer Guys Radio. The craft beer podcast and talk radio show covering the world of craft beer with interviews, news, and new brews. Available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Matt. Why don't you uh, start us off here? What are your thoughts on that first sip of uh, Natty Bow, as the uh, Baltimoreans say? Yeah, it's malty. It's heavy on my tongue. Um, But I had one sip. I'm going to try one more. Okay. Keep going. (laughs) <laughs> That's more than a sip. <laughs> His sips are pretty impressive. Hold on a minute. I'm like, how does he do that? Oh, there's drink, still some left in there. <laughs> you yeah. drink like a duck. <laughs> Just tip your head back. Is it? Did it change anything for you? I n- no, it's. I mean, it's still the same. I would. I would drink it. I think after the first few sips, I'll get. I'll get used to it and get if it's, acclimated for sure. And if I've got it in the cooler beside the chair, then. Well, we'll, we'll go into all that. I just wanted your first sip impressions. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> he's going down. He's, he's going already down like, the trail of all the places yeah. you drink your beer. All right, Brian, what do you think? You know, before uh, Blaine even read the uh, the can or described the can, I immediately went to this tastes like football. Okay, and then yeah. he said there's a football on it, and I just saw the football on it on the can. Uh, it tastes like football. I feel like I should be 
in a stadium yeah. watching whether it's college or professional or you smuggled into high school game i feel like i should be drinking this with football watch the ravens um what do you think blaine it tastes like a miller light to me does it, it it's just it's hmm. very very simple very easy to drink um the the flavor the flavor simple the, the flavor is just the flavor is just it's, it's good it's average yeah uh, you know, I I kind of agree, and I kind of don't. Uh, this is a fuller beer than a Miller Lite to me. It's got a fuller, it's got a little bit more flavor, to it. Yeah. Miller Lite has a more watery I would, I would agree with that. taste. Yeah, Miller thank you, Lite, right? Thank you for that one because I don't. I disagree with the Miller Lite. Yeah, I, th- I think it's got a fuller well, fine. flavor. Well, fine. Um, um, it, it tastes like something else. <laughs> <laughs> Do not upset the the beer snob. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think it's a little bit fuller, but it it's got a very bland. Easy drinking taste, I think. I think is a way to describe it. Um, so, what do we know about this uh, brewery, Brian? So, it's wildly popular in the Baltimore area, as you said. That um, it's a long time regional beer, and this is one of the things I'm most excited about. What we've been covering lately on the podcast are these storied beers that you can't get here in in North Carolina, and you can't get our storied beers elsewhere. So, you're getting these old regional beers. In fact, what I love about it is like they are such a cult following around this that they've brought it into the local culture. And so they actually have cocktails with this beer and the other staple from the Chesapeake Bay area, Old Bay Seasoning. Well, as we were getting really? our podcast going, a neighbor nice. of a neighbor of mine told me we needed to do Natty Bo. <clears throat> That's like, awesome. This was something. And they always so, say so, Natty Bo. They don't say National Bohemian. So you're like, wait, yeah, what are you? Yeah, what are we I didn't so, know what you were talking about when you said <laughs> National Bohemian. I'm like, oh, oh, that's Natty yeah. Bo. Yeah. So, <laughs> so just a couple, go ahead. Oh, sorry, Brian. Um, so this Bohemian Old Bay, did they call it a bolada? Well, no, I got. I actually have three of their cocktails here. Okay. Uh, one of them is called You Got Crabs. It's, <laughs> okay. It's Old Bay uh, vodka chased with a natty bow. There's the, the okay. Botini, which is crab meat, a natty bow, and an Old Bay rim. So you just drop that crab meat right into the... It sounds amazing. Drop in some melted butter, too, for me. Okay. And then you have kosher bows, which is you open a can, pour in some Pikesville rye, and you coat that top of the can with Old Bay seasoning. (laughs) Yeah. These are legit drinks that people... Or is this just like rumored No, these are legit drinks. You know, you can find them. In fact, You Got Crabs is from the... um, Oh, boy. Uh... I forgot the name of the brewery. I didn't write it or the name of the restaurant. I didn't write it down. Oh, way to go! Oh dude. man. Oh well. Um, oh, the Red Derby. That's where it's from. Red Derby. Okay. Yeah. But no, the brewery itself it uh, was it opened in 1885 in Baltimore, Maryland. Um, in 1931, it was bought by the Hofburger family, who at the time owned the Baltimore Orioles. And that's a legit like German name, right there, Hofburger. Well, also they own the Orioles. I think that's even more important. <laughs> um, which is interesting that the sale happened during Prohibition. Um, in 1933, the mascot for the beer was introduced, and that's the uh, one-eyed, mustachioed guy on the ah, can. Okay, what's yep. with that's, the one eye? Any, I, any ideas? I did not see anything on that one. His name is Mister Bo, though. Mister um, Bo. And here's, I think, one of the coolest things about the brewery: we have National Bohemian to thank for the six-pack. They are no. not the abs, um, which which Matt has, by the way. They're yes. under there somewhere. Um, I think he's got a twelve. Yeah, <laughs> or at least a keg or two. They're they're hidden under a protective coating. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, they were the first brewery to actually sell their beer in a six pack. So for real, for real, for real. 
I think that's super huh. cool. Okay. Um, well, cheers to both. I will. Well, <laughs> yeah. They should have set the bar higher, in my opinion. Well, eight six. Was, I figured that eight, that eight was just too many. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Um, in nineteen seventy-five, they merged with Carling out of Canada. In 1975, they were bought by the G. Heilman Brewing Company, which we've heard on a couple different shows now. We heard about them on Lone Star, um, and we also heard about them on the Old Style shows. And I think that uh, Sneak Peek, we're going to be hearing them on some more shows. In 96, Stroh's bought the Heilman Brewing Company. These are all the same breweries with these kind of regional beers. You notice that? Uh Uh-huh. And they all kind of are owned by the same companies now, so... Stroh's bought them in 96. They bought Heilman. Um, and the brewing left Baltimore that year as well. So they were brewed from 85 to 96 in Baltimore. In 99, Pabst brought, uh, bought the brand. And uh, they bought, yeah, they bought it from uh, Pabst as uh, Pabst, but hold on. Pabst brought and resurrected the brand from Stroh's in 99 as Stroh's is closing. Uh, they did change the recipe for some reason. We don't know why. Uh, but in 2009, they returned to the original recipe. And I think what's really cool is there's really, we talked about how they combine with old the old base seasoning. But another tradition in Baltimore is Utz potato chips. Oh, oh is that where it's from? In 2011. Because it, it looks the same. Well, in 2011, uh, the um, Mr. Bo and the Utz girl got married. Is wow. that what it was? <laughs> no, they did. They actually had a wedding between the two of them oh, he's in a real 2011. Guy. Yeah. Well, that's no, I mean, they, they brought him mascots. Like, well, so that's, okay. I, that's I, super creepy. I thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the story of the brewery. Okay. And, and what's Stroh's? And, and now they're owned by, like I said, Paps. So. Yeah. yeah and, and I guess Paps Blue Ribbon would be their macro beer. Because uh, I just imagine in a corporate boardroom, like a guy with glasses, like, sir, they won't, they won't drink they, Paps. They will not. They won't stand. drink Paps in in Baltimore. <laughs> so like, well, what, they won't what, stand. Well, what, so, well, well, Pendleton, what will they drink? They does, they drink something called Natty Bow, but and, it's not made anymore. It's like, well, then we'll, we'll brew Natty Bow. And they they're always called Pendleton too. So since the Natty Bow guy has one eye and the girl from the Uts Uts. potato chips has two. Do they have children with three eyes? Yeah, how does that work? Do they have kids yet? Do we you're, know? you're going, that's too deep. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm was... just thinking of like a potato chip flavored beer right now. <laughs> oh. Do the, do Uts taste good with Natty Bow? We should find out. We well, should find out. They do have the, uh, the crab seasoning flavored chips. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's good mm. stuff. I am curious That's about crab are amazing. Making me hungry. All right. You guys want to you guys want to rate this guy? You guys want to rate uh, Mr. Bo, Mr. Mr. Natty Bo? Uh see you uh, last call. Now they'll rate this swill. This is Last Call. All right, we've knocked them back. I think everybody is pretty much done with the uh, with their beer, the Natty Bow, National Bohemian. Let's talk about uh, where we put this thing on the rating scale. We always follow the Untapped rating scale because Untapped is a great app. We uh, we all use it, and and it's a good way to keep keep track. You know, I was just talking about with a buddy today 
It's like, I rate it because I want to know what I thought about a beer if I'm at the store. And I'm like, did I like this one? I can check. And, oh, yeah, I gave it a three and a half or whatever. So it's helpful. Um, so let's see where this thing stands. I will uh, repeat again. This got a nine or 2.97 rating overall um, on Untapped. So let's see if it stands up to that, if it's better or worse than what everybody else thinks. And I'm going to start with Matt, uh, who uh, I just can't read your face. Usually I can read your face on a beer. What do you think? I'm honestly surprised you can't read my face on this because <laughs> I'm reading this oh boy as oh boy. Are you really? I am. I am. I. It's 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 not good to me. It's it's, oh. it's like a two point seven five. Okay. It's less than a three. I I wouldn't put it. No, I, it's it's not. Good mm-hmm. to me. Says the man who has a shirt that says Miller Time. It does well, say Miller Time. Is that because it actually tastes like beer? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. You know. That's a good point. I mean, I, I do drink bush ice and I love it. I'll drink it from sun up to sundown. Oh, this should be the disclaimer before all of his reviews. <laughs> That's the idea. Right, yeah, we haven't brought it up in a while. <laughs> we have not. It's in the open, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he had, that's what we kept bringing it up. I'm like, let's just put it in the open. Folks, <laughs> folks he has a can of it as his chaser right there. He does. I, it's, I, it's I, now I'm, empty. It's, I'm vouching for that. Plane. All right, Brian, where are you putting this one? You know, I disagree with the, the beer slob. Um, oh, I, you bastard yeah and i because i think there's a lot of flavor in this beer um and, and i think it's everything you want your american lager to taste like mm-hmm. now with that said i started you know the whole show i think what i'm gonna rate it what i'm gonna rate it i was gonna go with a four there's an aftertaste in it that i'm catching now it's a, like a plasticky aftertaste that i'm gonna drop down to a three and a half okay three I, and I, half? I think i know what you're saying yeah but that's that's uh, pretty good i mean that's a good. It's a good rating. What do you think, Blaine? Okay, it doesn't taste like Miller Lite. <laughs> You've changed um, your mind. Yeah, it, it's. Maybe you had a Miller Lite before this. Is that one? Yeah, there's. I would say for me, there's nothing special about this beer. I, but it, but it, it doesn't taste bad. It's drinkable. It tastes. Mm-hmm. It tastes decent. I'm gonna go with a two point seven five. I'm going to use my time. Solidarity, brother. Yeah, I'm gonna use my time <laughs> on my. My uh, final, my last call to tell you, I was at a concert in Asheville okay. last night. And they had, you know, some craft IPA. Uh, they had truly uh, seltzer. They always have truly. You know what they had for six bucks six a can, bucks, which is probably a deal at the concert. Narragansett. Did they really? Yes. Also, in in the big cans. In the big cans. Nice. Six bucks. And you know me, I love a deal. big can. Yeah, yes, but, you do. But to see Narragansett at a concert. That's like that, pretty that, special. That, I, that That's never special. that never used to happen in Asheville, no less. But, yeah, two point <laughs> seven five on Natty Bo. Well, okay. uh, but I want to talk about something Blaine said. He's like, "There's nothing really special about it." That's the idea of these beers. These, I think it is. Yeah. These yeah. are the thing, like, working class beers. These are you come home from the mill or you come home from work on the docks. You pick this up on the way home. You drink a few. You know, you, on your way, you drink a few. And you're at home. That's the idea. It's yeah. not supposed to be special. And yeah, I agree. Exactly. And that's why I didn't bag on it. I think 2.75 is not a bad rating. It's just, a, it's just you know, kind of middle of the road. I, I see what you're saying. And here's what um, I was actually impressed by drinking this. I think they, um, for, a, for a storied beer that's, uh, you know, Natty Bo's a big deal in Baltimore. Uh, for the taste, it has a full flavor. Um, I didn't get much of an aftertaste out of it. This is a drinkable beer. It's a cheap swill at six and a half cents an ounce. Good deal. I'm going to peg this one at a 375. We, we got a hand up. 
3.75? Yeah, I'm going to put wow. it in 3.75. Because I, I'm just, I'm kind of impressed. I, I guess it's because I went into it thinking it'd be just garbage. You know, uh, it's Baltimore, right? The gentleman uh, with <laughs> his hands up. The, Matt, well, The gentleman ahead. with the beard in the, the back. The, the gentleman from Montana who would like you, to recognize the you, floor. <laughs> do you object to what I'm saying? No, not at all. I just want to say that I'm I'm glad that my friends who know me call me Matty Ice <laughs> and not Matty Bo. Matty Bo. Because oh. uh, I would be so offended. <laughs> you would do, okay. No. You'd have, to, you'd have to close one eye and get a mustache. You have a mustache. <laughs> you have to shave the beard, I guess. Um, hey, I don't think it was bad, but that was fun. I'm glad we got the National Bohemian. Uh, this is a yeah. beer we've been talking about for months, and yeah, thanks it, again. It was a good one to check off the list. And listeners, you can always reach out to us. We'd love to have you uh, get us a, a regional beer that we can try. And, and, and just because we don't love your beer doesn't mean we don't love you. That's true. True words are never spoken. All right, next week. Um, <laughs> Not all beers are worthy. No, <laughs> oh, come oh, on. Dead. Man. Get it in. All right, next week we're talking, um, uh, you know, we're probably going to be putting together that Halloween episode, so I want you guys to stay tuned uh, for some creepiness, some some creepy swill. But glad you're with us. Uh, we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.